This is AgriPulse Open Mic. I'm your host, Jeff Daly. Our guest this week is Rod Snyder, president of Field to Market, the Alliance for Sustainable Agriculture. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by Charleston Orwig. Charleston Orwig, a full-service communication agency with a passion for every aspect of the food system. Learn more at charlestonorwig.com. AgriPulse Open Mic continues with Field to Market President Rod Snyder next. Passionate about agriculture, food, and strategic communications. Ready to protect and enhance your brand. Charleston Orwig is a full-service communication agency with a dedicated team of reputation management experts. Our passion for the food system is surpassed only by the success of our clients. For more about how we can help you, visit charlestonorwig.com. This is AgriPulse Open Mic. This week our guest is the president of Field to Market, the Alliance for Sustainable Agriculture, Rod Snyder. Since its beginning seven years ago, Field to Market has worked for a science and outcomes-based definition of sustainability in agriculture. Snyder says this diverse and multi-stakeholder alliance brings together the entire supply chain to figure out how to define, measure, and communicate about sustainability in agriculture. The alliance includes grower groups, major agribusiness, downstream food and retail companies, as well as conservation organizations, all working to define how to meet today's food needs and empower future generations to do the same. We're looking at science-based metrics. We want we want science to guide these discussions. We want them to be uh, uh, outcomes-based. So in other words, rather than coming in and assuming that, uh, that a farmer needs to be doing uh, practice X, Y, or Z on every acre and that uh, in every instance the same sets of practices are always good or bad, we don't want to presume that. We want to actually understand what the overall environmental impact is of whatever suite of practices a producer is using rather than uh, just presuming that on the front end. So that takes a lot more science and, and, and data uh, to model some of that work, but we think it's a much better conversation than one that says, well, you know, you're only sustainable if you're doing X, Y, or Z because, uh, you know, farmers have very diverse operations and this uh, country has a lot of different types of climates and soil types and, and you need to be able to, to, to be uh, flexible for that. From a farmer perspective, I would suggest that over the generations, those who have survived are sustainable, so sustainable has been about survival. But the farmer definition of sustainability might not be one that's adequate for a retailer or for a food manufacturer. What do each one of these have at stake in this debate? Well, the farmers, uh, you know, clearly are thinking long term. They always are. Um, you know, I, I come from a farming family myself, many generations in West Virginia. And and you're right. If you're if you're not sustainable, you're not going to be in business for very long. Um, and so that's a key. That's a that's a key part of sustainability is productivity. So all of the the metrics that Field to Market uses looks at that productivity as a as a key component. We want to see agriculture in the United States becoming more efficient, doing more with less. So over time, and, and that's actually quite necessary when you think about the growth in global food demand and feeding more than 9 billion people by 2050. Uh, we have limited resources. We've got to be able to do better with those resources that we have in order to meet that demand. And so um, that long-term view that farmers uh, have always taken, I think, is really, really a central part of this conversation. I think it's interesting that one group that I spoke with in Iowa suggested that the Sustainability Agriculture Code is continuous improvement. So this this is not a this is not a, a written in stone 
this is an evolution of sustainability, of continually looking for a better way. We do think that the continuous improvement concept is the right one to take um, because the alternative to that is having companies or organizations draw a specific line in the sand and say, well, if you're above this, you're sustainable. If you're below this, you're not. But again, that doesn't necessarily take into consideration uh, so many factors and local conditions and, and not to mention changing weather patterns and you have a good year and a bad year. You can't just take a line in the sand and say that, uh, you know, that every producer has to be farming the same way or meeting the same conditions. What we can do, though, is measure over time to see what the trajectory is and to see if farmers are becoming more efficient, if they're having less of an impact on the environment through their operations. And that's something that everyone can get behind. So that concept of continuous improvement, advancement over time, uh, is really what Field to Market is founded on. Do you have any data or do you have any inclination of whether sustainability is really a factor in the mind of the consumer? A lot of these downstream companies, food and retail companies, are clearly doing market research with respect to a variety of issues. And I think they see, in particular, the millennial generation, younger consumers, um, caring more and more about the products that they're, they're buying, and particularly the food that they're eating. And so you hear some of these companies talk about skating to where the puck is going, to use a hockey analogy. Um, they're trying to get ahead of what they view as uh, an important part of um, consumers' decision-making into the near future. And so while there may not be, you know, uh, it may not be the, the largest factor when someone walks into a grocery store today, it is something that they think that younger younger shoppers are looking for. I sound cynical when I say it, but, but the concern over sustainability, I wonder, is it real in the mind of the consumer or is it a marketing gimmick from a company or a retailer that they're using to try to gain market share? Well, there's, uh, you know, there, that's always an interesting conversation with respect to what's the driver, what are the motivations for why companies are looking at sustainability, and I think there's, a, I think there's a lot of reasons. Uh, one big factor is that uh, many of them, for their own uh, brand rep- reputation or, or even just uh, overall wanting to better understand the way that their supply chain works, uh, you know, they've set goals, very public goals, with respect to reducing greenhouse gas emissions or improving water quality. They need ways in order to to be able to, tr- to measure that and to be able to report that. And so uh, efforts like Field to Market that, that bring real data to the conversation and that bring the full supply chain together allows these companies to be able to really measure against the goals that they've set. And, you know, uh, they all have, I'm sure, their own reasons for, for, for identifying those kinds of goals. But at the end of the day, um, bringing the farmers working together with the, with the supply chain is probably the best way to accomplish that. You offer a field print calculator. And when I talk to some farmers about this, they found it as a data documenting tool. They really weren't asked to change anything, but you provided uh, um, a matrix where they could plug in the things that they're already doing, and it was something that justified what they felt like they were already doing towards sustainability. Yeah, the field print calculator is a benchmarking tool. It's not uh, necessarily a decision support tool, although it can be used that way. Uh, field to market is not in the business of making specific agronomic recommendations, and we are very uh, intentional about that because for the entire food and ag supply chain, we are a common yardstick, a measuring stick for how we're benchmarking sustainability and performance over time. Um, we don't necessarily need to be the ones that turn around and then tell the producer how to farm. Those are decisions and innovations that that farmers need to make based on a whole variety of factors and conditions that we're not necessarily going to know about or that that, a field print calculator can't necessarily tell you. 
And so we're just bringing additional information to the conversation, showing some data, showing some analysis uh, that shows a producer where they are and where they uh, rank against uh, their peers in a, in a state or region or locality. Um, so maybe they uh, can, can think about ways in which they might increase their energy efficiency or their, their water use efficiency, uh, because that could be mean uh, savings and dollars in their pocket while also having an improvement on the environment. That, that's the kind of uh, information and conversation that I think farmers want to be having is, is things that, that do well and do good at the same time. I'm aware of a project where Unilever and ADM are working together in Iowa. Unilever has a goal to to work toward defining sustainability on their input uh, on their on their products by 2020. How is the field to market helping them and and is the information that you gather with the field print calculator enough to satisfy? Unilever is is working with ADM in Iowa around a particular uh, facility where they know that most of the soybean oil for their Hellman's mayonnaise product uh, originates. And so they began working with ADM a year or two ago to begin identifying growers who might want to participate in this program. And then they run their information through the field print calculator, and then all of that is aggregated up. Uh, it's the individual producer information is is uh, is private, is not is not disclosed, but the aggregate scores are then uh, provided over to Unilever for them to be, to be able to better understand that particular uh, sourcing region for their Hellman's mayonnaise. Um, for them, that's a key component to be able to identify uh, whether or not their supply chain is sustainable because then they can track over time um, how how those growers are doing. Um, you know, there are other issues that field-to-market does not measure. We're not currently looking at certain social indicators. Uh, our, our focus is really on the environment, and so you get – uh, some companies that want to see a broader suite of metrics that involve, you know, labor or uh, human health and safety or things like that. But really, the large focus has been on environmental outcomes, which is where Fields Market has really kind of been able to put most of our investment. Do you see company demand increasing for this type of information? Company demand for sustainability information is increasing exponentially. Um, you see more than 60% of Fortune 500 companies now include uh, sustainability reports within their annual report. Uh, this is just becoming common business practice. And so uh, the more that these kinds of companies begin um, setting these goals and seeking out this information, uh, I think the more common this is going to become. And agriculture is not alone in this. Most other industries and supply chains have undergone this kind of a transformation or just at least increased transparency over the last several years. And really, this is now reaching the farming community as well. Do you think you'll have to change to satisfy this growing demand in the way that you gather data and the information and how it's presented to remain viable? Well, Field to Market is always reviewing its metrics and the science that, we are, that we're using behind our calculator, and we have uh, that entire um, membership that is involved in those conversations. That's the nice thing about Field to Market is it's, it's a dynamic organization. There's constantly input coming in from all of our sectors, from the growers, from agribusiness, from food and retail companies, from the conservation groups, uh, providing updates on what they believe is best available science and things that we need to be considering within our metrics and within the calculator. So that's 
that process is ongoing. It's probably never finished, but I think that keeps us sharp. It makes sure that we're looking at uh, all the best available science, and, and hopefully we're meeting the needs of the entire supply chain uh, throughout that process. You know, I, this is not the same as food labeling, but I could see how the debate might draw parallels. With regard to food labeling, we see a number of different states coming up with their own labeling standard, and that's one of the fears of the industry, is that every place has a different set of rules. Um, does there need to be a federal standard towards sustainability, or can you prevent having to come up with so many different definitions to satisfy so many different pieces of the food puzzle? Well, we think that's the real value of the field-to-market approach is having some convergence around a single uh, approach to measuring and defining sustainability. Um, you actually do run the risk of having lots of companies uh, approaching this differently, having their own standards, having their own questionnaires and surveys and, and uh, data points that they're looking for. Um, what's probably best at the end of the day for farmers and for really for the entire supply chain is to have one single set of uh, of, of uh, questions and data points that are necessary in order to satisfy all of this. Um, I think that that's really one of the reasons why grower groups are coalescing around field-to-market because it's a common framework. Um, I think that if the industry succeeds at this, then you don't need uh, a governmental entity to step in and set a federal standard or state standards because then you have an industry that's really stepped up to do that work, and, and I think we're heading in the right direction with that. Well, AgriPulse is reporting the Environmental Defense Fund is launching now a new collaborative initiative to eliminate fertilizer pollution as a major environmental concern in the U.S. They're said to be working with some in some companies that are members of Field to Market. Will you be involved in things like this? Well, all of the, the entities around the table are, are looking at fertilizer use as just one of the things that, uh, that we ask about. You know, we, we ask about, uh, nutrient application, we ask about tillage, we ask about irrigation, we ask about a whole bunch of different things. And, and the goal is for producers to take a look at their management practices and figure out if they're being as efficient as they possibly can and, and to consider, uh, you know, potentially uh, practice changes by giving them some information that could be useful and valuable. So EDF, I guess, has identified you. I mean, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're quoting a story. I, I haven't seen that, but uh, EDF identifying uh, fertilizer optimization as a, a key priority for them. That is uh, one of the factors that Field to Market considers. Um, but, but really, we're concerned with what's the actual environmental outcome of any of these practices. What are the, you know, what are the water quality benefits? Uh, what are the greenhouse gas uh, reductions that can be achieved if farmers uh, think about the way that they're applying nutrients? So um, clearly, that's a that's a part of our overall program. From the global scene, uh, the Europeans' idea of sustainability much different than that of U.S. farmers, and you were just recently there. Is their definition of sustainability similar to what field of market would find? I mean, the Europeans approach these issues a little differently, as we all know. And, of course, Europe uh, is not uh, a homogenous place either. There's countries that uh, have different views than others, and so uh, you think about the GMO debate as probably the top example. Um, countries are in slightly different places, although the EU is, is generally opposed to, to biotech agriculture. Um, the difference, I think, that Field to Market is taking is that we made a decision early on to be technology neutral, 
which means that we're not weighing in on this conversation. We're agnostic to the type of technologies that farmers want to use, as long as that uh, you know it has. We're wanting to track for a positive environmental outcome across you know key indicators like soil erosion, water use, water quality, greenhouse gas emissions, energy use. Uh, we want to see those uh, those indicators improving over time, and we're not going to tell a farmer how to farm otherwise, whether or not they need to be organic or GMO, and and, and those re- those conversations are really off the table here in the U.S. Uh, you spent some time at the White House most recently with members uh, there of the Department of Agriculture. Yeah, we had a, a great conversation uh, with uh, leadership from the Natural Resources Conservation Service at, at USDA, uh, a, a meeting at the White House to really think about uh, the long-term uh, vision for USDA when it comes to conservation opportunities. And I think that uh, I'm, I'm excited to see them thinking about how the public sector and the private sector can work together around conservation delivery and improving the environment. And I think there's a lot of opportunities there, and I'm, I'm glad to see them um, identifying who those partners can be from the private sector, from the supply chain side, uh, to come together and make improvements across the landscape. I think it's a great opportunity. Rod, uh, what a wonderful opportunity and a tremendous challenge to bring the whole food industry together. It's called Open Mic, so what are the things that you would share? I just think there is such a huge opportunity for uh, for all of U.S. agriculture to tell a really positive story. Uh, we've seen within Field to Market, looking at data from the last 30 years, that farmers have made really tremendous strides across all of these environmental indicators. And it's no surprise there's been uh, technology adoption and public investments in conservation and private investments in conservation that have all helped move the needle on these environmental issues. Um, and I think at this point, the supply chain, the food and ag supply chain, wants to build on that progress and make sure that there's no looking back and that we continue to make the progress that we need to feed 9 billion people. And it's an exciting opportunity. I think it's a huge challenge for for this generation. Our thanks to Rod Snyder, president of Field to Market, the Alliance for Sustainable Agriculture, our guest this week on Open Mic. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by Charleston Orwig. Charleston Orwig, a full-service communications agency with a passion for every aspect of the food system. Learn more at charlestonorwig.com. For AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Daly.